welcome to another episode of Sports Shenanigans with Mullet and Houston. There is many a news to get Many, to. many a news. And we will start in the NFL. Because that's all that anybody cares about anymore. <laughs> We don't care so, about basketball, Bo. It's just football now. You're breaking my heart, Casey. I'm, I'm watching you know. the Lakers as we speak. I'm letting <laughs> you know. Basketball's over. No one cares about the bubble anymore. No, football I'm, I'm watching here. the Lakers right now. <laughs> just you. <laughs> you and the 60 virtual fans that are watching the game. <sighs> well... First headline is that we've had some extensions go out in the NFL, mm-hmm. and one of which is Joe Mixon got a four-year, $48 million extension with the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, um, Derrick Henry's was four-year, $50 million. So are Joe Mixon and Derrick Henry the same caliber player? Um... That is a weird question. Um, I am very, I very much like. I think that's not politically correct. I'm sorry, but I really like Joe Mixon, other than what he did in college, because you know he did some bad stuff in college. We just won't get into that. Um, but he is a very good running back. He just happens to play for the Cincinnati Bengals, who are garbage. Um, if you put him on, I mean, we'll just say. Dallas, because Dallas is the greatest offensive line in the league, basically. He is he's Zeke. He's exactly what Zeke does. He does everything that everybody else does. He just has one of the worst offensive lines in the league. So I believe he is worth that money. Now, putting him with Derrick Henry, I think Derrick Henry deserves some more money because he is Tennessee. Um, <laughs> I love Ryan Tannehill. Um, I love A.J. Brown, but – Derrick Henry is that offense 100%. Um, so I think Mixon's money is right. I think Derrick Henry's is wrong. He deserves more money. I see as someone who owned Joe Mixon in fantasy football last year. <laughs> Offensive line, man. I don't care. <laughs> like, I don't care. Even if you're a good running back with a bad offensive line, you should have been able to do more than what Joe Mixon did last year because it was pathetic. <laughs> he was essentially a cannot play option. Um, but you felt you had to play him. No, I yeah. I oh. played other people ahead of him. Um, but the only thing with um, Joe Mixon, like in addition to that, I agree with you. I think Derrick Henry should have gotten more. I don't understand what what is a running back worth? <laughs> because um, like they're not getting massive deals anymore since Todd Gurley. No, but obviously we'll get to it more in this episode. But the running back market is back, kind of. But it's gone but, up. But but running backs are essentially not valued as mm-hmm. much anymore because most teams have two or three that run in the backfield for them. Yeah, it's a committee and, system. 
And I'm just confused because, like, I feel like four years, twelve million a year would probably be what Joe Mixon's worth. But that's about what every other running back is getting as well. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I'd put him in the top ten or top. <laughs> I think at the end of this year, you may uh, turn your tide there a little bit just because he will play very well this year and you'll be mad you don't have him on your fantasy team, but that's okay. I I think he's going to prove that he is worth this money this year. Okay. Um, (laughs) So the, the, the Jaguars released Leonard Fournette. Apparently they couldn't. Even according to the coach, they couldn't even get a fifth or a sixth, which I don't believe for a second. Um, he quickly was picked up by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which is highly unfortunate. Yes, um, very unfortunate. The but l- let me just throw this out there: Leonard Fournette. So a bunch of GMs screwed up in this draft. Miles Garrett was taken first, which is fine. That's pretty solid. And then I never heard of the second guy, never heard of the third guy. The fourth guy, I forget the I forget the names already, but as they were going through the list. I don't know that at all. That draft. Leonard Fournette was taking fourth. Mm -hmm. Deshaun Watson was taken tenth or ninth, and Mahomes was taken tenth or twelfth, something around there. Mm -hmm. I think it was twelve. Not sure. So Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes are on the board, but the Jaguars would have taken them, but they felt very confident in Blake Bortles at the time. And so they took Leonard Fournette. What I mean, the the I've heard apparently David Caldwell is the GM in Jacksonville. Apparently mm-hmm. he used to be a scout under Polian in Indianapolis. Um, I have a feeling we didn't follow his opinion much. But um, <laughs> his, well, his nickname is David Blaine Caldwell because somehow he still has a job and no one understands how. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I understand Jacksonville not drafting, you know, Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson in that draft because, you know, they did just, I don't know when they drafted Bortles exactly, but like maybe two years before they just drafted a quarterback, you know, he's still developing on that rookie contract. So, you know, you don't necessarily want to just go, Oh, we screwed up already. We need to reassess the system, which Arizona did it. And apparently that's working out. Um, (laughs) But Leonard Fournette, when he was coming out of LSU, was really good. And, like, they were comparing him to, like, we haven't seen a running back like I this. I still think he's really Peterson. good. I think he's all right. I don't think he's, you know. I think he's a top ten running back. I think he's better than Mixon. He can't catch. But he's, he's like, what well, I forget what the stat was. He's, like, fifth in the league in yards from scrimmage. Like, he's ran for, like – so many yards. <laughs> so many. I just Fournette to me is like a top ten running back. And I don't believe the Jaguars couldn't get a trade for him 
and they released him and he's now signed to the Buccaneers for one year, $2 million, which is stupid because now the Buccaneers went from having no running back to now they have Fournette, McCoy, Ronald Jones <laughs> in their backfield on top of Godwin, Gronk, and uh, Evans, and Howard, and Bray to go along with Tom Brady. The only question on that team is if their offensive line will be able to hold up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What are <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I think the whole situation just confuses me because it's Jacksonville and like releasing Leonard Fournette and well, I have issues with Leonard Fournette because a lot of his stats, he's at the bottom of the league with it, but part of that's because he's at Jacksonville. But I don't, I, I don't see how you don't get anything for him. Like, Literally, talk to Tampa Bay. Be like, yo, give us a seventh-round draft pick. They'd give you that in a heartbeat probably. Bill O'Brien would give you it first. Exactly. <laughs> he gave it for David Johnson, who did have a good game. Had well, ish, but you know, I mean, the Jets made a trade for Kalen Ballage, who had already been announced that he was being released. Yeah, I would have definitely called and said, "Hey, I will take that exact trade right now." Because they they were, I mean, they made a trade for a guy who had no market. No other team was. It wasn't like, oh, we need to get him before other teams have a chance to make him offers. Yeah, I think he was just on his way out of the league until that happened. And actually, <laughs> I think he is on his way out of the league because I don't think it actually ended up happening. Oh. I, for some reason, I think it, it fell through. But I'm not mm. positive because who follows the Jets? Yeah, no one tries to. Exactly. Um, so, uh, we'll go ahead and skip that. Um Dak Prescott says that anthem protest should be an individual choice, quote, freedom to express yourself. I mean, we've talked about this before. Um, I, I don't necessarily like people, you know, kneeling for the flag or anything like that, because, you know, there are people who of all races that fought for that flag and fought for our rights, not necessarily just, blah 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 but I guess do it in your own way I'm not necessarily going to yell at you because you do it but I wouldn't be able to do it so you know whatever <laughs> I'll just think differently a little bit of you not too much differently just be like why'd you do that and I might ask you about that if I knew you but <laughs> oh well um the Patriots name Newton, the starting quarterback and captain. Uh, the starting quarterback was not a surprise at all. I mean, he signed Cam Newton, former MVP. He went to the Super Bowl. Um, he was going to beat out, what is Jason Statham, maybe? Is that <laughs> Jarrett Stidham. Jarrett Stidham. Jason Statham <laughs> is an actor. <laughs> I thought that sounded weird. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Well, let's try hey, to hey, It wasn't just Stidham, though. He had Brian Hoyer there, too. Of course. We, I forgot about Brian Hoyer. Um, <laughs> but that, the starting job's not surprising at all. Uh, the captain is a little surprising because they named him captain, 
whereas they left uh, Julian Edelman, who's been on the team a lot longer and, I mean, has more of a presence, I guess. And they didn't make him a captain. So that part was a little surprising. But, I mean, he's the quarterback. Quarterbacks usually get to be captains. That's what I wasn't surprised by either. I think the the quarterback is kind of like the default cat gets the captain. Like, whoever the starting quarterback is gets captain title. Yeah. Um, I am a little surprised to hear that. I didn't know that Edelman didn't get it. I'm um, pretty sure he Because didn't. teams usually name like five or six captains. Mm-hmm. Um, and Edelman seems to be like he could be the captain of like the skill positions, like the running backs and receivers and tight ends. Um, that's what I usually do on Madden is I go by the levels. I go quarterback, captain, and then a captain for the running backs and receivers, and then a captain for the O-line, and then a captain for the D-line, and a captain for the linebackers, and a captain for the defensive mm-hmm. backs. Um, and occasionally – Want the kicker or the punter as a captain. Um, mm-hmm. If they've been there a long time. Yeah. But that surprises me that I don't, I can't think of anyone. Gilmore. Um, yeah, I think Gilmore got it. I'm trying to remember. I can't think of anyone else on that team. Well, why would we? We don't care about that team. We tried to avoid that team. Well, I mean, but like all their players left. I mean, like, Goskowski's not there, so they don't have a a like a long tenured kicker. So their captains are James White, Patrick Chung, David Andrews, who's a center. Oh wait, no, that's wrong. That's that's an old one. That has Tom Brady as a captain. Oh. Yeah, he's not a captain. That's all that matters. I just yeah, that. let's just let's just rub it in there for the fans that Brady is gone. <laughs> hey, did that on purpose. All part of the plan. No. Um, Colts extended Ryan Kelly to a four-year, fifty million dollar extension, thirty-four guaranteed. Is now the highest-paid center in the league, and making the same amount of money as Derrick Henry. Awesome. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy about that as a kind of – I mean, I am a full Colts fan, but they're not my main team fan. So Here's my thing. Madden needs to pay attention to this. I, I get we've already talked about, like, you know, highest paid. That. Highest paid doesn't mean that you're the best, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Colts have arguably the best offensive line in the league. Uh-huh. Um, and – Quentin Nelson's a 94, and then Costanzo's like an 88 mm-hmm. or 86, and then Kelly's like an 84, and then the right guard's like a 73, and the and Braden Smith's like an 80. So Madden, we need to fix this because you can't have what might be the best offensive line in the league have very mediocre to below average ratings. Mm-hmm. And now we have the contracts to prove it. (laughs) Um, Here's an interesting thing. The Washington football team released Adrian Peterson. Um, So let's just start with that. They released Adrian Peterson, which I find weird because they had to release Geis. Mm -hmm. 
which left them with Peterson and a couple like young running backs. I think they have a, had a rookie they drafted this year. Yeah. And they have a second year quarterback. Mm-hmm. And they have like a really young receiving core. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, there's just not a whole lot of older leadership on this team. And Adrian Peterson has done well the past two years for them. He has. Yeah, I think he's had in the last two years like 1,800, 1800 yards. yards? Yeah, Somewhere, maybe like a little that. bit over that. So that's not the worst thing. Um, Grant, you want to have someone who has 2,000 yards, but that's not normally going to happen. Well, I mean, it's it's Adrian Peterson. He's He's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's been in the league a long time. Mm-hmm. And he's like the only person on your team that can provide – especially in an environment where everything's changing. <laughs> yeah, everything is going crazy. And you had to release your young, promising running back because he had issues, and now you just mm-hmm. released your other running back who's done well for you. Um, I, yeah, I think when I think like that, I want to – I say they keep him because, you know, he is that veteran leader who can show the younger guys, whether it's younger running backs, Dwayne Haskins, um – the wide receivers, even defensive players, just like he's been in the league that long. He's and he's had some he's issues himself, yeah. so he knows how to and, navigate stuff and whatnot. Yeah. To do and, so, in that aspect, I would want him on my our team because, I mean, he's such a great uh, like role model for them to go. You know, that's how you get to the league. Um, and the other aspect is Adrian Peterson wants touches. Um, he does not want to give up the ball. That's why when he went to the Saints um, and they had Mark Ingram and Al Kamara, uh, that's why he But there's no one gone. to take his touches. Apparently they're high on, I think it's Antonio Gibson. Um, not really sure, but they're really excited about him. Um, and they want him to do a bunch, but I'm not exactly sure why they dropped time. him. Yeah, I'm, I would have kept him, but because I don't even think he was on that big of a contract. No, he was on a small contract. Yeah. And this leads to another questionable decision because once Adrian Peterson was released, there was talks of, you know, maybe he goes here, maybe he goes there. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone kind of thought, well, I don't think he'll go here because I think at this point, Adrian Peterson will try and join a team that's like a contender because he's never been deep in the playoffs. Yeah. Um. And it was like, yeah, so then you're looking out for Tampa Bay, who then they got Fournette. Um, mm-hmm. And you're looking at, uh, like, the Packers. You're looking at maybe the Rams or, um, like, the Niners or just these A playoff teams, team. The, a playoff team that's set to make a deep run. Um. And the team he ultimately went with is the Lions, who for the history of the league have not been primed to make a deep playoff. (laughs) So Uh, I was uh, a little baffled by the decision. They've got a couple running backs too there. Yeah, so – that's what really stinks for a lot of fantasy owners. It's not me because I didn't draft either of them because I didn't want them. Uh, but Carry on Johnson for me. There. I ha- I drafted Carry on Johnson in one league, and I uh, 
I drafted so, Adrian Peterson as well. Oh, wow, <laughs> that's impressive. But yeah, so Carryon Johnson's there. He's never really been a three-down back, but then they drafted this year, I DeAndre think Swift. in the second round, DeAndre Swift. Yeah. Um, and he's a very promising, like a lot of people were Early second, on. like the 35th overall pick. Like, yeah, he was a pretty early pick. So he's like, the, I think he was Edwards, Hilaire, and then him were the first two running backs taken. Yes, because then Taylor was taken. But so it wasn't – I mean, you they thought they were getting, you know, or Lions fans thought they were getting their next, you know, dominant, like this is my three down back. Um, and then – because he, he could definitely do that. He played really well in college, and they just expected that to happen and carry on Johnson to, you know, place him in here. But now that all messes it up by Adrian Peterson going in. Um, it could be a good call for, you know – with COVID season going on, um, he didn't get any games to just, you know, practice or like preseason or really didn't get a lot of the practices that they normally get. So having a veteran like that, which even Carry on Johnson is super excited about uh, Adrian Peterson coming. Um, he, well, yeah. I mean, it's Adrian Peterson uh, who wouldn't be excited. Yeah. Um, so he's literally like the last of the like, iconic running backs yeah <laughs> like before the league like went to this new new throwing league kind of thing. yeah yeah and i mean i don't think people i mean when when adrian peterson came into this league <laughs> it was like i mean he was almost like the second walter payton like mm-hmm. he was like a whole him and ladanian tomlinson have defined this, like, defined a generation of running back. Mm-hmm. It's just – I wish he would have gone to – Why is he on the Lions? I don't know. <laughs> but I think he, Adrian Peterson's, like, what, 1,200 or something like that, away from Barry Sanders' rushing record. So that ain't going to happen this year, but it could happen next year if he stays with the Lions. Yeah, I think he's like – he's fifth all-time so rushing cool. touchdowns. Be a line past the great line. And he's like sixth or fourth all-time in rushing mm-hmm. yards. <sighs> it was saddening to see, but I – mean, No, I'm glad he's out of Washington, but I don't team. understand why then you choose Detroit. A just as bad team. Well, not just as bad. They, John, just they as have, bad. Washington's a different they have level different of bad. different issues. Yeah. yeah, Washington's a different level of bad. But the – I mean, this is his fourth team in the last three years. Because mm-hmm. he went – he was the Vikings to the Cardinals to the Saints. No, to the Saints, no, then to Saints the Cardinals. To Cardinals. And then mm-hmm. to the Washington. Where he was there for – Two years. years. Yeah. And now Detroit. Another bad team. He's he's not hmm. I wish he would have gone to a team that could use him and that was primed to mm-hmm. win games. <laughs> um hmm. Oh, okay. So we're starting to see now kind of what the setup is with these games. The Colts are allowing a max of 2,500 fans 
uh, at the second at their home opener versus the Vikings next week and will not operate touchdown town outside of the stadium. Um, so that's approximately 2.5% of Lucas Oil's capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chiefs had, I think, 25% capacity the other night. Um, obviously like the Rams can't have anybody it it depends on the state the different regulations Mm I was actually kind of surprised to see that the Colts is only 2.5% because Indiana's been pretty uh, lenient this whole time yeah they've been really lenient which they probably should crack down a little bit but yeah i'm not in government so i went to new york for a wedding last week and spent the whole time worried about if i was going to be able to make it back because they had me flagged down and we're talking the state department was talking to me about quarantining because i was from indiana oh (laughs) oh man so that's why it's been a while since we recorded (laughs) oh bo was uh talking to some government officials yeah um but anyway, the <laughs> yeah, I mean each each stadium's gonna do it differently. Apparently, there's like a seventy decibel like track or whatever that they're gonna be playing in every stadium. Um, apparently, Indianapolis has a there's a theory that they used to pump sound in that I don't you know I can't speak to the RCA dome days. All I know is I don't believe it. So, um, <laughs> I don't know, but uh, I, from what I've heard, I heard, uh, Aaron Rodgers, who will be on the Pat McAfee show every Tuesday because he's best friends with Pat. Um, he, uh, he was talking about the 70 decibels and said, there will be no need for a silent count. <laughs> it is not nearly as loud as it normally is. Yeah. Um, there's no way. So, so there's that, um, and no touchdown. Time. Okay, so the, 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 the this whole thing, sport, there are no sports jobs available right now. Like they are purely just getting through sports, mm-hmm. um, and the markets, the employment, the economies for all arts and entertainment and sports are dying slowly but surely (laughs) and it's depressing um that's just awareness for you um the texans signed (laughs) deshaun watson to a four-year 160 million dollar extension it's not quite a 10-year 500 million dollar extension um but what what did you make of this extension casey um, what I made of this extension is that he probably could have asked for a 10 year deal and he probably could have got it very easily. I think <laughs> this is Deshaun Watson going, Hey, you get four years of me and then we'll talk again. But you, this is, uh, if Bill O'Brien does something dumb again, I'm gone in four years. Um, see, so, I, no, I, uh, I don't think he leaves. I think that Bill O'Brien will be gone in four years, but Bill O'Brien should be gone by the end of this year. I'm not. That's why I said within four. <laughs> and so, overall, I think it's great. I mean, you need your quarterback. You need to pay the quarterback usually first so you can figure out uh, all your other other finances going on. Um, but, yeah. 
I think it's great. He could have got a 10. Didn't want it, obviously. I, if I was Deshaun Watson, I wouldn't take the four. What would you I'd, go for? I would end, I'd do what Dak's doing. I'd end my rookie contract. I'd say, you like, you can franchise tag me or I walk. Oh, that's fair. Because the Texans, as currently constructed, are not – I mean, they are, they are not worthy of Deshaun Watson signing any sort of extension after what they've done this offseason. You could mm-hmm. see it in the Chiefs game. They visibly missed DeAndre Hopkins. They are not near the team they were. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's with J.J. Watt back. They are not nearly as good of a team now than as they were with DeAndre Hopkins because DeAndre Hopkins – okay, I, here's a fun fact for you. DeAndre Hopkins, uh, side-by-side year comparison. Uh, one year he had 100-plus receptions, he had 1,500 yards, and he had like 12 touchdowns. And the next year he had um, over 100 catches, he had 1,500 yards, and he had like 12 touchdowns. One year is with Deshaun Watson. The other year was with Brandon Whedon, TJ Yates, uh, Brian Hoyer, maybe. And yeah, I think he was on there. And another quarterback that I forget who it was. A bunch of backups. Yeah. DeAndre, that's one thing that Julio and Michael Thomas don't have is they don't have that <laughs> where. They are not quarterback dependent. That we know on, of. That we know of. They've always had Matt Ryan or Drew Brees. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins has proven that he's like a wide he receiver. with everybody. He's a wide receiver who is independent of the quarterback for his results, which is stupid. Mm-hmm. Because that's like the definition of a wide receiver. <laughs> um, and the the difference that it made, just watching them play the Chiefs, there was no offense for the Texans <laughs> without DeAndre Hopkins there. Yeah. And it's just they, – they do not deserve to know that they have Deshaun Watson for the next five years. Mm-hmm. I would be if, – if I was Deshaun Watson, the only way I'm signing this deal is if I'm demanding a trade. Or demanding a firing of a Bill O'Brien. No. Demanding I, a trade. I, I think that. There's you know, too much. Get someone else in there. There's too much to rebuild. That's fair. That's I just – it makes me upset because I feel like Deshaun deserves better. And I feel <laughs> like he should know that. So does J.J. Watt. Yeah, but J.J.'s on defense, though. J.J.'s going to be gone in a few years. That's true. He's going to go to the Steelers. That, yeah. He's going to go play with all his brothers. Yeah. That'll be fun. I think Deshaun, as a young quarterback, because, like, J.J.'s been in the league a while. I think that's mm-hmm. why I'm not so upset. J.J.'s been in the league for a while. He's had opportunities to leave. He's, he's only played a total of, like, two of the past four seasons because he's been hurt so much. Mm. Deshaun – was drafted by the Texans, didn't have a choice. He got stuck with Bill O'Brien and deserves better. And I and, and frankly, if he wasn't in my division, that would be awesome too. But the <laughs> the but the bottom line for Deshaun is that he he deserves better than the Houston Texans. And oh I agree. And he should 
he I don't understand why he signs an extension. Um okay. Alex Smith makes the 53 man roster on his quest to be comeback player of the year. This man. Right now the odds for comeback player of the year, he's third behind Roethlisberger. Oh, I was about to say behind who? Roethlisberger and Cam Newton. And I, I think don't care. I think it's only because we know Roethlisberger and Newton are playing. I don't care if they play and have great seasons. Alex Smith deserves that, that award just for getting back. No, I completely he had 17 agree. surgeries. I, re- I resisted the urge to not get screwed out of money by putting a bet on it. But the, <laughs> because I feel like if I put a bet on it, then they screw me and vote someone else. Yeah. But the, but I mean, but it's very tempting because it's like plus five. I mean, every dollar makes like six bucks. Yeah. But the, <laughs> but the, he made the he made the roster, and I I I, I'm I, happy. I, I have said this whole show, don't do it. But uh, <laughs> but he's made the roster, and they cut Adrian Peterson. Yeah, I'm in. I mean, this this guy's an inspiration. He's amazing. I don't know how you go, like, oh, I'm going to go back. I've After these 17 surgeries that I've had where my life's been on the line, I think in a couple of them, I'm going to go back and play some more football. I That's that's why I think yeah, – I don't care is how it, good Newton is, is how good inspiring is. He has or to is win. It, is it inspiring or is it stupid? Well, that's, that's, there's that's, a very thin there, line right there. There's a very fine line between courage and stupidity. There is. There really is. <laughs> um, I'm going to say it's the courage side just because I, I really like Alex Smith and I don't want to be like, oh, you're being stupid, dude. But I'm also kind of like, dude, you're being stupid. You got to just, you know, take, take, a, take it back. Take a broadcasting role. Someone will give it to you. Um, yeah. It'll be good. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, I'm glad he made it. I hope he – I think that Washington should be like, first play, Alex Smith is out there. We're going to kneel the ball, and then we're going to put Haskins in. Oh, my gosh. I'd be like, too nervous. I would be too, but that's what – so I feel like they should do. Just like give him his I got, moment I of, you know, I made it back. I, I'm literally got chills you just saying he's out on the field. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I think um, it would be awesome. I think that's what – they need to get him out there just because – He's worked so hard to get back. I again, there, stop. I'm cold, Casey. Stop. Um, um, undrafted rookie Rodrigo Blankenship beats out Chase McLaughlin for the kicker position for the Indianapolis Colts. Apparently, Adam Vinatieri is gone. I was informed of a few days ago. Sorry, Bo. I uh, thought you knew that. Um, you broke why, my. I texted you. You broke. Look at this shirt. This I apparently haven't showered yet today because I was wearing this yesterday. But the um, <laughs> the, look at my shirt. I got this shirt last year, and it says the genius who's Andrew Luck, who's not on the team, the ghost UI Hilton, the maniac Darius Leonard the juggernaut Quentin Nelson, and the GOAT Adam Vinatieri, who apparently is no longer on the team. This shirt is a year old. I – I 
Adam Vinatieri. Okay, here's the thing. Adam Vinatieri is the I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure was the first professional athlete I ever met. Really? And he was awesome. And he's been <laughs> awesome his whole career. And he was hurt last year. So I think we should give him a chance. I think he meant so much to this city and this team. He's so stinking great. Why did we do him? I didn't even know about it. Why did we? There should have been a ceremony. There should have been Peyton Manning leaving the Colts. This, this, uh, I, I'm going to start crying, Casey. Please say something. <laughs> um, I have Blakey Ship on my fantasy team, which is why I asked Bo uh, what happened to Finitary, and that ended greatly. Um, but yeah. I'm excited to see what he does. Um, hopefully, you know, he just converts. He he has goggles. He's kind of nerdy. I kind of dig it. Uh, I mean, Bo will buy a new shirt next year that has the ghost, the maniac, and the juggernaut, and the nerd, and the old guy. I don't – I can't – I don't think I will. I don't think – I mean <laughs> – I was surprised, though, because McLaughlin looked good last season when Vinatieri had to miss games. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he has to be at least – he has to be pretty good because McLaughlin looked good and he beat him out. Um, yeah. Just a name like Blankenship, I don't know. That, that, doesn't, that doesn't roll off. That do, that's not Vinatieri. That's not Vinatieri. It's – Blankenship, like that. Mm, I would suggest changing his name. Um, I don't think he's gonna do that. But I just Adam Vinatieri. He's a Hall of Famer. He's hey, a legend. Hall of Famers have to retire sometime. But he didn't choose to. He That's can still go find thing. another team. Apparently not. He's still a free agent. This is true. He is. I. You did thorough research on that, didn't you? And I might cry if he ends up going back to the Patriots. Oh my, that would be terrible. I don't. We're not going to think about that. We're going to move on to the next subject and not think about that part. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. Um. The NFL is uh, going to <clears> – wait <throat> a second. I'm going to get some water. <laughs> oh. Choked on the water. <laughs> Bo is just struggling. This vegetarian news is not good for Bo. I'm, I, at least I told you now before the game started and you thought Vinatieri was <clears throat> Oh, my goodness. That would have been a real big hurt for you. Do you think um, the average human – oh, my gosh, I'm seeing stars. Do you think the average human uh, chokes on water and or saliva frequently? <laughs> yes. All the time. Because, because I – I, yeah, I seem to do it. 
Probably once a day at least. I do it highly frequently, and I feel embarrassed. I don't. I usually don't even do it in front of anybody. I just feel embarrassed for myself because it's like you just choked on your own saliva, dude. Um, okay. So NFL is going to test players and staff for COVID nineteen during the season daily. Uh, will not test on game days. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's that. Yeah. Um, the Bills finalized a four-year deal for Tre'Davious White, worth seventy million dollars, with fifty-five guaranteed. And this deal looks really good. Yeah. After the news of Jalen Ramsey's came out, which Bo will now say. I mean, Jalen Ramsey is the highest paid DB in history with five years, $105 million. I know. And Tredavious White, I, in my opinion, is number two in the league. Oh, you're saying it was good for the team. Yes, I think it's good for the team. I'm not talking – I mean, yeah. I'm talking good for the Bills. Like, they paid him a lot less. <laughs> they, yeah, they got him for – Nineteen point some million, nineteen point two five million a year, and Ramsey is running twenty one million a year. Hey, that two million but, makes up. I mean, yeah. it's 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 not as much as I thought it was. In my head, I thought it was a lot less, but it's a year less, so that reduces the number. Yeah. So, in the overall scheme, that'll help them in the long run, like figure out what they want Wait, to do. Wait, that's not right. I think I did math wrong. I hope you did math wrong because I thought I was bigger than I that. did do math wrong. It is 17 and a half million a year versus... There we go. I was like, two million 20. seems like they can't do that much with two mil. But yeah, with five I was thinking, mil, we can I do was, some stuff. Yeah, I missed... I'm, I was thinking 80 million. So then I was adding another extra, like three. Got it. <clears throat> yeah, I think for the Bills, it was a great to get that deal done before Jalen Ramsey's was done. Cause then I think you'd ask for some more money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jadavion Clowney is, uh, has this happened yet? He's planned to sign with the Titans. Yes, he did ink that deal. How much? He is on the Titans. Oh gosh. I, it's on sports shenanigans somewhere. Oh, since then, a lot of news is broke, so, you know. The Twitter page, you mean? Our Twitter page. Go follow us. Sports shenanigans. We retweet the best stuff. Even memes. Ooh. Is it better than the Sports Center memes? You don't have to answer that. I know the answer is yes, because anybody does better than them. <laughs> I just I just retweet the NFL memes. <laughs> Um. Yeah, this is sad because Jadavion Clowney was out of the division, and now he's back in the division. So that's a bummer that we have to deal with him again twice a year. Where the heck is it? Houston uh, got rid of Clowney, and then he went to Seattle, and then they didn't. Hmm. Did, did he? 
he wanted what, what he wanted like one year twenty two million or something at the beginning of the off season. Well, he took a heck of a pay cut. What do you take? One year twelve million. That yep. That see, if he would have come out and said he wanted that at the beginning of the offseason, I think there would have been a lot more suitors. That's a I think he was that's a steal of a deal, honestly, right now. I think he was humbled by the fact that he came out with that number and it's been no what yeah. six months and no one wanted to assign him. And so the Titans were like, Hey, we'll give you twelve and mm-hmm. that was it. Now, the Browns, I feel like, were still interested at that point. I think they were still interested. Um, and it, can you imagine? That'd be awesome. Miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney and Denzel Ward. And then that offense. I mean, that. That's, yeah, that'd been awesome. Baker Glad might be happen. happy, though. Baker might be happy, though, because. That would have just been more pressure for him to not screw things up. That is true. (laughs) I think Baker will have an okay year this year. Yeah. At least I hope he does. I kind of like Baker. It can't be much worse. That's true. But, yeah, Jadavion Clowney coming to the Titans. I mean, does this – I have a feeling that the Titans – I don't – this might be a hot take. What? I have a feeling that the Titans were a flash – I think they had last year, and they're going to go right back to mediocrity. I don't think it's a huge hot take. I think it's a, you know, we're turning on the oven hot take, you know, getting it warm. We're preheating. We're preheat take because I think it's too early to tell if they were a – well, I mean, it's too early to tell if they've if they're great or if they're bad because – Ryan Tannehill was there for like seven games or something like that. And so apparently like, they they he's gonna be there for a lot more. Yeah, he's gonna be there for a lot more. Um so I don't think it's a hot take, but I do like it. I think it's a very good possibility. I think they'll be back to being pretty bad pretty soon. Do you think Jadavion Clowney helps with that at all? With them being good or bad? Good. Well, I mean, both. I I guess either way. Um, It doesn't make a difference. (laughs) I think this year that – I mean, that defense is good. It was okay. I'm not going to say good. It was was okay just in general. Uh, Jadavion Clowney joining any team is a big plus. So that will be good for them. Um, So if they don't make the playoffs, it will be kind of a a letdown of a year for them. So – Everybody's going to regret that money they spent on Tannehill. I wish they could have gotten him for less, probably. Um, I think in the long run, it doesn't really matter because I think Jadavian Clowney leaves after this year because he'll have a good – He a big-time extension or something. Yeah, I I think he's going to have a good year, uh, prove that he is worth his $20 million, um, and then go probably somewhere else. Unless the Titans are like, man, we really love you, dude. We want to pay you that twenty million, but we don't know where we're going to get that twenty million. Of course, yeah, I don't that's know. the problem. They could have it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm just assuming with paying Derrick Henry and Tannehill that much money, they don't have any room. But they could. I could be very. I wrong. don't. I still can't understand why they didn't give Henry his deal and franchise Tannehill. Yeah, I don't know either. 
Um, so the Bucks signed Josh Rosen to the practice squad. I guess they're hoping Josh Rosen sits behind Brady or something. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I mean, that's what I'm assuming they're doing. I think this was a great uh, signing by Tampa Bay. Um, Rosen's a very similar quarterback. Ex- exactly. For a while, I've thought, you know, that um, the Patriots were going to, like, make a trade, which I think that was why it didn't happen, is because the Dolphins were like, we're not giving you anything. Um, so, for a long time, I thought – Rosen would end up on the Patriots and it would be a kind of like a match made in heaven because he, it's kind of a Tom Brady, Josh Rosen kind of thing. They're kind of similar. Um, and then it would have worked out. Um, so it's interesting that he went to Tampa Bay to follow Tom Brady, but I think it's great for him because he's going to be behind, I mean, a hall of fame quarterback who can teach him what he needs to know. And then, he can finally not play for a team that has a bottom two offensive line. Cause that's what he's played for the last two years was the bottom two the offensive lines. And just, he didn't, he didn't ever get a chance to succeed. Um, and then what? once Tom Brady leaves, he'll have all this ammunition to, to play well. And if he screws up it really pretty, he's not good. Yeah. What, um, what school did he go to? He went to like Cal or U- UCLA. UCLA. I knew he was in California. Mm-hmm. Um, that's interesting to me because he went from UCLA to Arizona to Miami to Tampa Bay. So he's never played in cold, cold weather. Not really. He's always been in a warm environment. Mm-hmm. Um, DeAndre Hopkins left got, the got Cardinals. Left the Cardinals or left the Texans because of contract, whatever was part of the reason. And uh, the Cardinals said, hey, we'll trade for you. We won't be stupid. Um, We'll pay you. We'll pay you. And apparently Hopkins negotiated this deal himself. Yeah. And got $54.5 million over two years. With forty-two and a half guaranteed, which is massive, mm-hmm. it is the highest-paid non-quarterback in history. I mean, that is what the record. Thomas just set the record with twenty million a year. He got like five years, yeah. hundred million. Yeah, uh, DeAndre Hopkins is getting. Over $27 million a year. And the uh, the guarantee is over 21. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think he obviously deserves that. He's proven he's deserved that kind of money by playing with the absolute worst quarterbacks and still playing well. And then when Deshaun Watson came, he continued to play great and was like yeah. – number one wide receiver in the league. So I think he definitely deserves that kind of money. Um, and they have it right now because Kyler's on his rookie yeah. deal. And they they can afford to do that, whereas Texans were like, eh, we got to pay Deshaun Watson, which I think they probably could have found out a way to pay him both, but whatever. 
If they um, would have talked to the Chiefs, you can pay everybody, apparently. You pay everybody. Um, I saw somewhere – it's probably a Texans fan who was trying to, you know, not cry that they lost to Hopkins. But they were talking about, oh, we wouldn't have been able to pay that. With that, with that kind of money, we can get all kinds of other people. But I'm like, that ain't going to happen, guys. You, you're just going to suck. With that kind of money, you can't get DeAndre Hopkins. No. Like the the uh You can't get I think part of the players reason, to replace him. I think part of the reason he got this deal. So it's only a two year extension, which is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um but my wonder is if you know he negotiated this himself. Yeah. I wonder because Kyler's got four years left mm-hmm. on yes. his rookie deal. Yes. Well, he's got three years left on the rookie deal. The, the fourth year, it'll jump um, yeah. to league standard or whatever. I'm wondering if DeAndre said two years at this price and get me all this money. Mm-hmm. And then we'll do, and then it'll be up. You'll sign if it's working out, it'll be up. You'll extend Kyler. I will take this extension with, you know, the 20 million or whatever instead of, yeah. but, but front load. Front load of contract, basically. Yeah. I mean, but man, that's a lot of money. <laughs> well, that's a ton of money. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm impressed. Um, that he, I mean, you do that yourself. You know, I mean, there's people who go to school to do that, like to negotiate yeah. those things. So, like, that's awesome. Uh, I was super excited for Jacoby Brissett when he negotiated $10 million a year. I thought that was awesome. But, you know, Hopkins getting 25 is – that's just crazy. And Yeah. No, that's what – like, Sherman did his own, and everyone kind of came at him – because it was very incentive based. Mm-hmm. Like if if he does this and he then they pay him that, or if he does this is straight up, straight up, <laughs> give me my money. Two years, fifty five million dollars, forty two and a half guaranteed. Yeah, I mean, and I think yeah, people go to school for that, but I also think DeAndre Hopkins is like, I know what I want what i'm worth yeah i would so love to just be and so in it's on not these. yeah like just sit here just like what's going on like how do you like negotiate yeah. this like i oh. don't think it's hard for deandre hopkins to go to walk into a room and be like so here's the deal here's what i'm thinking two years 60 million dollars and 40 of it guaranteed and the team go well, I don't know if we can do that. How about two years, fifty million dollars, forty guaranteed? And Ew. he goes, and he goes. Well, how about we meet in the middle? Two years, fifty-five million, and because I'm taking a little less, you, you up the guarantee a little bit, and then it, that's how it goes. I, I, I just, man. I think I maybe it's not this one that I would want to sit on, but like. Like Sherman's. Sherman's is all incentive based. So like how do you come up with that? Like, oh, you catch three interceptions, it's gonna be worth this much money. Or you make a Pro this. Bowl, it's this much. Yeah, like who comes up with these numbers? I 
I would love to sit in on Sherman's. I would love to sit in on Le'Veon Bell's oh, yeah. when he was with the Steelers. Um, I'd love to sit in on Camara's. I'd love to sit in on who else? Dalvin Just Cooks. Anyone else, basically. <laughs> I'd love to sit in on Zeke's. I'd love to sit in on Melvin Gordon's because that didn't work out that didn't work how out he wanted. Not at all. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that would be interesting. Um, let's see. The Colorado governor says up to 5,700 people allowed at the September 27th game. Ex Washington employees want Dan Snyder removed. I think we all do. I think America does. I think there's one thing that could unite America. I think it's getting rid of Dan Snyder. I think anyone who knows who Dan Snyder is wants him out. (laughs) Um, The Colts, Kamiko Ture is out for six games, which he was hurt last year too, I think. So not a great start to his career. Um, Trey Burton's on IR, which is depressing. (laughs) Yeah, he was was kind of excited about that sighting. Yeah. Um, the Colts captains are Phillip Rivers. Again, I think the quarterback's the default. Of course. Um, T.Y. Hilton, Justin Houston, Darius Leonard, and Zaire Franklin on special teams. Oh, that's fun. Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson isn't on that. I was but also where he's a very quiet guy. So yeah. I kind of understand that. But for, like, him, Costanzo, and Ryan Kelly, like, none of the O-linemen are. Hmm. Um, I find interesting. Yeah. And who is it? Kenny Moore. I almost – I think I always made him a captain on Madden. So, <laughs> but um, – Von Miller is most likely out for the year with a freak ankle injury. Yeah, that's not fun because last year they lost – is it Bradley Chubb? The other yeah. – basically the other side of their defense. Yeah, um, yeah. They lost him last year for the whole year, and that was – I mean, it's a big hit when you lose a guy who's very good. Yeah. Um, but it's even bigger when it's a guy who puts pressure on the quarterback. So Super this isn't MVP. good at all. Um, I, I told Bo a long time ago, I think that Denver is a dark horse in the Trevor Lawrence conversation. Uh, he told me I'm crazy, but it's okay. I think so, but I could be wrong, and I'm willing to accept that. Um, I'm reading some news right now. Apparently, Georgia Tech had three kicks blocked, had two interceptions, and they still beat Florida State with a freshman quarterback. (laughs) Wow, that's awesome. So – I don't know. I'm sure that probably means more to other people than me, but um, I mean that's just impressive to me. I don't know nothing about those teams, but that's cool. Um, let, oh, and here's. Wait a minute. Um, and i am now creeped out i think that goes gonna go crazy so 
uh, Diggs, who is one of, um, who is one of Pat McAfee's guys on his show. Yes. Put $20 on a parlay on college football today. Yes. The odds of this parlay were plus 42,104. So his $20 bet would be $8,420.74. Apparently, Georgia Tech was down 10 early. I just read this that Georgia Tech had a horrible game and still won. Yeah. Apparently, Georgia Tech was down early, and he cashed out this bet, which is still for like 200 and some dollars mm-hmm. because two of them had already won, two of the four. Uh, but then Georgia Tech won, and apparently he would have won this bet. Well, that's fun. <laughs> I kept it. Why not? Oh my goodness. Um what else we got? We got Kareem Hunt got a two year thirteen point two five million dollar extension from the Browns. I was shocked by this. Why? Because I would think Kareem Hunt could finish out his contract this year and fetch good money on the market. Oh, okay. I was just curious as why you thought that. I mean, I'm not I don't disagree with that. I think you get to get that money. A lot of places. I feel like he could have gotten that like a year from someone instead mm-hmm. of a two year for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jalen, we already said that Jalen Ramsey is the highest paid defensive back in history. Um, Ryan Shazier retired. Akeem Talib retired. Apparently, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll try and. I'll paraphrase, but I'll also use his words. Apparently, his big homie, big Bill Belichick, um, <laughs> was texting him, asking him to come play for the Patriots and just guard tight ends this season. <laughs> um, and so he said he was packing stuff, booking flights and stuff. And uh, then he looked at the Patriots' schedule and saw Kittle and Kelsey and Waller and decided to retire. Um, <laughs> I mean, if that's your only job to co- cover those guys, I I think I'm with them. You know, that's too much work. <laughs> um, the Bears announced that Mitchell Trubisky will be the starter, um, but they announced it on a Friday night when no one was paying attention, uh, and it was very much buried in all the headlines from yeah. the weekend. Um. Uh, the uh, the Bears. Here's what I know about the Bears: is Trubisky is going to be gone after this year, and now I think probably Foles is as well. Because <laughs> apparently they brought in Foles hoping he would be better than Trubisky, and apparently he is not. I I don't necessarily think it's that. I think it's. I'm assuming who is still there is the guys who drafted Trubisky and they might be on like the hot seat because of it, because, you know, they passed, they used the number two overall pick to draft Trubisky over Watson and Patrick Mahomes. So they're like, we have to play him. We can't just accept a fee and lose our jobs. We need to try and save our jobs 
by playing him. It's, if he somehow turns everything around, we can save our jobs and we look like geniuses. I don't think that's going to work. I think what's going to happen is Foles is going to take over halfway through this or even a game through this and just mess up all their odds and win just enough games to mess them up and not draft any of the quarterbacks that are coming up this year. And then they're going to stink again. And they're going to waste those two first round draft picks they drafted for Colomac or they traded for Colomac. So that's what you can, that's what you have to look forward to, Bears fans. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> Let's just be blunt. Um, <laughs> speaking of the Colts' offensive line, some bad news. Quentin Nelson with his back missed practice. Costanzo uh, was limited in practice. And Ryan Kelly with a knee was limited in practice. Um, Don't worry, they all are playing this Sunday that we know of. Now, when this episode's released, it could not be true, so <laughs> don't quote me just yet. But if I'm right, quote me. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. The It seems like Ryan Kelly's had – he just became the highest-paid center, and it seems like he's had a history of usually being hurt. Um, Quentin Nelson's a little concerning just because it seems like he was never hurt. Yeah, he's Quentin Nelson. Yeah. So, hopefully they're all healthy and they're going to be able to do stuff. Um, we had our first NFL game Thursday night. It was between the Chiefs and the Texans, and some headlines came out of it. We already talked about the Texans and Ms. Hopkins, so we'll skip that one. Mm-hmm. Um, the Texans went up 7-0 early and then the Chiefs went for 31 straight um, and the final score was 34-20 to um, so it wasn't 51 straight like in the playoffs yeah. but uh, <laughs> still a thrashing yeah um, the Chiefs looked like they picked up where they left off the Texans looked like they're considerably worse than they were mm-hmm. um Clyde Edwards-Hilaire had a night. He did. He ran the ball 23 or 24 times for 138 yards and a a touchdown, which made me some nice money because his over-under was set at 57 and a half yards for the game before the game. That's it? Yeah. That's a steal of a deal, dude. So I bet on that, and then he had 65 at halftime. So at halftime, they boosted for him to get 102 yards, and I hit that because he did that Damn. with he did that after his touchdown run at the beginning of the third, and then it was set at 134, and I hit that. So um, it was good night. Um, Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson left a little to be desired, but, um, <laughs> but other than that, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, what is Clyde Edwards Hilaire actually this good or is he on the chiefs? So is the fresh Prince of Hilaire actually this good or is he on the chiefs? I think he's good in general. I really do. Um, I think it's going to be a little, you know, obviously he's on the Chiefs. He's going to play well. Just about any running back on the Chiefs is going to play well because he's on the Chiefs. Um, but the thing that 
to me proves that he is good is that he did all of that and was only targeted twice and he didn't catch anything because I don't know. I didn't really see the targets. I didn't really even watch the game. Unfortunately, I am ashamed to even say that, but it happened. So he, there is more to come from Alaire. So to me, like, I mean, granted it's the Texans. They're not the greatest, but they still have JJ Watt. They still have a okay team. I'm not going to say it's great, but it's okay. And he got, he played great. And so I think he's a real deal. He's going to be good um, for quite a few years. Um, and if you play fantasy, go get him now. If you can. Don't think you can, but you try. Do you think, is he your favorite for rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year? Um, that's a tough question because I really do think Joe Burrow is going to have a great year this year. Um, I think it's going to be, it's going to be a tight race. Cause I think that it's Joe Burrow and the Lair is who I see as the top two. Um, and then Taylor, Jonathan Taylor on the Colts third on that list. Um, I'm not, I haven't, I'm not buying Burrow. I know you haven't bought Burrow at all. Um, I, I think here's the thing. How many games did the Bengals win last year? I have no idea. I didn't follow the Bengals. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think they won one or two cause they ended up with the first pick. Yeah. Um, and I think this year, Right now, I think they're over-under set at, like, five. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they win four games this year. And I don't think a team that wins four games can have the rookie get, of the year. gets rookie of the year. Especially I, when that team won two games. Like, you're telling me that you are worth two games. <laughs> As the quarterback, and you want me to name you offense. I mean, obviously that hasn't happened yet, but the sentiment is you're worth a game or two and you're the quarterback and you want me to give you rookie of the year? No. I, for, I me, mean, it's, for me, it's Edwards, Hilaire, or it's Taylor. Yeah. I think those those two are definitely going to be in the conversation because I think they're going to have great years. I think Burrow – I mean, I really do think Burrow's going to have a good year. Uh, I know you don't believe that. Um, also, there's experts I would say there. Tua's a dark horse. No. Herbert's a dark no. horse. No. Just from a quarterback uh, perspective. I guess it's true. But apparently there's experts out there who believe Burrow is the best uh, quarterback prospect they've – seen since Andrew Luck. They say that every year about someone. I know they say that, but I'm just letting the, the They said that about know. Baker. I, I, no, they didn't. Yeah, they did. No. Or Darnold. They said they, that about one of them. I don't know. I don't believe that. Here's, here's the thing. I, I, have, I have a better sense that I think Herbert or Tua will have a better – depending on how soon Tua plays, obviously – I have a. I think Herbert or Tua will have a better year than Joe Burrow. I think we're gonna have some kind of bet on this, and I'm trying to come up with a bet because I truly believe Burrow is gonna be better than that. Please. I think Herbert has 
a better team. Or uh, the Cincinnati Bengals are garbage. It's, I'm not going to disagree with you. That I think that the offense is the best thing they got going. Yeah, but I think the Chargers. Obviously, Derwin James is highly unfortunate. Again. Again. Yes, again. Highly unfortunate. But they have great corners. They have great D-line. They have great linebackers. I'm not talking they have great the team's going to be better. I'm talking the player. No, but that's why I think Herbert's set up better to succeed than Burrow. Oh, I agree. I think Herbert – I think even Tua is set up better to succeed more than um, Burrow and – Two has a little bit less of offensive weapons. He just has at least has a defense that, you know, they have done some work and gotten some stuff for him, whereas the Bengals haven't really done a ton. I, just, I still think Burrow's going to do it. I, I'm, I'm not a believer. Um, I will bet you a BK hot dog. Oh, my gosh. Those are so good. <laughs> If I lose, I'll take it. I mean, that – done. Of course, they won't be open for six months after that is settled. But. I mean, it's true, <laughs> but you get to look forward to that. We'll bet that. that that'll be our bet for now is a BK hot dog. Burrow oh. is going to – I went back to Wabash a couple of weeks ago for a haircut, and I went to B&K because I was like, what's in Wabash for food that's not somewhere else? And I went to B&K – my goodness, those things are good. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we – okay, so what are the guidelines on this bet? Like, is if, it Burrow have a better year or Herbert will have a better year or like – That's true. This is going to be like some, somewhat ratings. subjective. I think – no, I'm not trusting Madden with this. Oh, I'm not talking that. I'm talking like um, <laughs> stats is what I'm talking like. Their stats. I think it, it'll it, – a couple things. I think I think it's a I think it's a mixture. It's like MVP. I'm gonna say fifty percent. No, seventy percent is stats. Okay. And thirty percent is team success because they're quarterbacks. I'll do that. Yeah, I'll take that. In comparison to where the team was the year prior. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Okay. That's a bad oh, really bad hopes bad. he wins this. He really wants BK Hedlock now. I don't even care. I'll buy me one too. I don't <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm like, I don't know what to bet, and I don't want to bet anything too big. <laughs> so BK hot dog sounded great. <laughs> um the Vikings and Dalvin Cook agree. Or wait, sorry, one more thing. Andy Reid's face shield. Oh good lord. Andy Reid had a face shield and he had a hat on and it wasn't a good combo and he needed windshield wipers for that thing. But he wore it the whole game. Give he him did credit. switch. Give him credit. He wore it the whole game. He looked through that foggy mask the whole game. And they still dominated. <laughs> Their play caller couldn't see. <laughs> He's like, oh, we're going to go with the third one down. Hope yeah. you know what that one is. Uh the one where Tyreek runs. <laughs> the one where Edward Delaire runs. <laughs> oh. The one where Ke- Travis Kelsey catches a touchdown. Yeah. I would have liked a few more of those for my fantasy team, but well, I know you would have, but <laughs> too bad. Um 
Let's see. So the Vikings and Dalvin Cook agreed on a five-year, $62.5 million extension, which is just slightly more than what Derrick Henry is set to make. Um, and Derrick Henry's played a full season. Yeah. <laughs> Has Dalvin Cook played a full season yet? Uh, last year he didn't get hurt, right? I don't think he did, but I feel like he still missed a game last year. I'm not sure. I that's been the big question is he's been hurt a lot. Yeah. Um Saints and Camara agree on a five year seventy-five million dollar extension, which is the biggest of the running back deals outside of McCaffrey that we've seen thus far. Hurt them in the future. It's pain. No, the players. the Saints apparently get this. The Saints before this contract mm-hmm. next season were minus. What was it? I don't know. You gotta tell me. Shoot. I want to say they next season before they signed Camara, they had set that they already owed $256 million on their cap. They have been ever since, because each year it's like, is this Drew Brees' last year? Mm-hmm. They have been borrowing from their future years to sign players to bring around Drew Brees because each year they think it's his last year. Yeah. So next year they're already over the cap by like $50 million. <laughs> And that was before they signed Camara to this deal. Yeah. And so, like, once Drew Brees retires, they have to tear the whole thing down. Yep. Um, Camara, while essential, had to pay him. Yes, you did. Had a great first year. Last year was less than desired. Well, left, but apparently he left, was hurt all year. Yeah, but still. I know. To get this kind of contract after a year like last year, one, it tells you how good he is, I guess. But It does. Um, they've got to figure out how he's going to produce more. Mm-hmm. Um, Rams and Cooper Cup agree on a three-year extension worth up to $48 million. That's solid. Broncos give Brandon McManus four years, $17.2 million, 9.5 guaranteed for the kicker. It's a pretty good deal for a kicker. <laughs> uh, for him, also, for McMahon. Um, just a second. Also, Miles Sanders will be out. Not playing. And we're going to hope that Ben Bachman doesn't see that. Um, So release the episode on Monday. (laughs) Um, Sorry, Ben. Cornerback Josh Norman is on IR for the Bills. Well, says he's placed on injured reserve. He's out for the next three games. Yeah, the IR is kind of weird now. So maybe that's what happened with Trey Burton. Let's hope. Yes, I think that is what happened with Trey. Good. I believe that is what happened. Is Trevor Lawrence going to pull an Eli Manning? Uh, 
I don't think and, he does. But and and demand he be drafted somewhere else. I don't think he does. I don't remember why Eli didn't want to go to Chargers. I don't remember why, but I don't think he does it. And I really don't think any other quarterback will ever do it again because who really hates teams that much? Like, if it's the Patriots with the number one overall pick, yeah, it's going to happen. No. It probably won't happen. I think the the only thing is – it won't be if you hate a team that much. It might be if you hate the location enough or mm-hmm. if you want to not go to an awful team. For instance, if Washington ends up with the first pick <laughs> or if the Lions end up with the first pick. That'll be interesting if the Lions were to get a first, the first overall pick. Um, do they truly decide, no, oh, we got to move on from Stafford? Or do they, like, just go – I don't know where they'd go with it that is decision. A I think Lawrence, he seems like a – I mean, he's in He seems the, like a swell guy. I don't think he's going to do it. No, I think he seems like a um, like a Florida guy. Like, he seems like a South guy. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I, so feel like Jack, I feel like Jacksonville fits Trevor Lawrence. As much as it pains you to say that. I mean. For his career. For his career, yeah, that would stink. And Jacksonville, I mean, they've gotten rid of everybody. I don't know even who are they even paying at this point. <laughs> like, they have room to sign people around Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. I think it could be a quickish, not a quick turnaround for Jacksonville if they get Trevor Lawrence. But I do think that. You know, they were a great defensive team at one point. They had offensive weapons. Well, they got they rid of get, them all. They got rid of them all to get Trevor Lawrence. I think they can get back to it. I, it's just a matter of when, when, do, when can they do it. I just – it's tough because my whole life, I can't imagine the Jacksonville Jaguars as a good team. <laughs> I got – they, I mean, even like they've they've gone twelve and four some years, but we went fourteen and two, so we still won the division. Yeah. Like back when Peyton was here, <sighs> the good old days. But the, um, yeah, I just I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I'd rather. Let's hope Lawrence does. I don't want him in my division. Especially if Deshaun Watson's going to be here too, <laughs> like we don't need that'd be that. Kinda, that'd be rough. We don't need that. Um, so that's NFL, and we start with the NBA playoffs. The Nuggets and the Jazz. The Nuggets won Game Seven. Crazy finish. Final score of eighty to seventy-eight, which is that's crazy. pretty low for the bubble. Yeah, crazy low for the bubble. Both teams could not shoot. And it was a crazy last 15 seconds of the game, and the Jazz lost a heartbreaker. Um, the Rockets and the Thunder, the Thunder were able to push them to a game seven somehow. I oh, love um, it. Loved it. The Lakers are patiently waiting their opponent. The Lakers took quick care of the Blazers. 
and then had like a week off because this series went so long. Um, the Rockets should have won all six games, but they ended up in a game seven. Yep. <laughs> um, and Harden played terribly, but he was able to block Ludort's shot to clinch the win for the Rockets. Harden on defense. And uh, don't hear that often. Afterwards, Chris Paul ripped Scott Foster, the referee. Um, apparently, Scott Foster has history with both Chris Paul and James Harden with making bad calls. Um, Interesting. And no one really likes Scott Foster. Um, so the Rock. So the Rockets were able to get through Game Seven with the Thunder, even though they probably should have never been there in the first place. And uh, then. We head over to the east where the Celtics and the Raptors are in round two. The Celtics went up 2-0 on the Raptors quickly. In game three, one of the best plays of the bubble happened. There was half a second left. Kyle Lowry passed over Taco Fall, who is seven foot six, over to OG Ananobi on the opposite side of the court, who then just threw it up because he had half a second. And uh, it went in, so they won 104 to 103 to not go down 3-0, but to go to 2-1. And then the Raptors took game four, probably following the momentum of that play, Mm -hmm. um, to go to 2-2. The Celtics dominated game five to go up 3-2. They won 111 to 89. And then the game six went to double overtime and the Raptors pulled out the close one, 125 to 122 to force a game seven. And then the Celtics won a close game seven, 92 to 87 and will face Miami in the conference finals. Oh, I blew it already. Next up is the bucks and the heat. Um, the heat went up one Oh on the bucks. Uh, Butler had a career playoff high 40 points. Where did Giannis go? We don't know. Heat we still went up, don't know. Heat went up 2-0. The Heat went up 3-0. On Giannis tweaked his ankle in game three. The Bucks brought it to 3-1 in overtime in game four. Giannis left after 12 minutes when he re-injured his ankle. He was out for game five, and the Heat won 103-94 to to finish them off. It's the first conference finals for the Heat since LeBron was there. Uh, Will – okay, so this – so – the headlines from this, by the way, the Lakers are currently up 25 at the end of the third quarter. Um, so it looks like this series is over between them and the Rockets. Um, Good. The, here's the, I think this – congrats to the Heat, obviously. Oh, heck yeah. I was rooting for the Heat. But this raised a lot more questions about Milwaukee than it did congratulations for the Heat. Because Milwaukee, we've said it, well, I've said it on this show, if Milwaukee doesn't make the finals this year, there is literally no excuse. They are so much better than every other team. And here we are, Milwaukee going out in the second round again. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I get that Giannis got hurt in game three, but he wasn't hurt in the first two. Giannis played horribly he's shrunk big time which is unfortunate because he's going to get the back-to-back mvp when it should go to lebron um 
I, as I've heard Nick Wright say, it's not going to be a great look when Giannis is accepting his MVP over a Zoom call when LeBron is playing on TV going for his fourth title. But yeah. the, um, <laughs> the, I mean, the Heat made this – this wasn't even – we thought – here's the thing. Uh, we thought Milwaukee – this might be a series. Like, the Heat might push Milwaukee to six or seven. Yeah. Ultimately, Milwaukee's going to come up. This wasn't even a series. The Heat nearly swept them. Yeah, they were trying um, to. Where did Giannis go? Will Giannis leave? Will he ask for a trade? Another interesting thing that came up. Well, we'll just throw this one out way. Marvin Williams retired after the after Game Five. But an interesting theory out there. What we're hearing is going to be a conversation. Is is Chris Paul to Milwaukee going to be a thing? Um, I mean, a lot of questions about Giannis here. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I don't really think Giannis is going to leave. I think he'll just stay in Milwaukee. I think he likes Milwaukee. Um, the Chris Paul thing could be – I mean, it's interesting. Chris Paul took a – Thunder team that had a point zero, might have been another zero two chance at making the playoffs, and then he about took out the Rockets. So Chris Paul kind of proved that you know he's still hey don't forget about me I am good at basketball. So that could be a very nice addition to Milwaukee. Um, give him a true point guard who passes and can take ball handling duties away. Just in general, that's just what that's what it'll do. Um, what other question did you ask about Giannis? <laughs> will Giannis leave? Will he ask for a trade? I don't think he asked for a trade. I don't think he's that kind of a guy. Um, I think you know, with them losing, where, to the Heat, which what, one of my other questions was, where did Giannis go in the playoffs? Uh, he went to his room because he lost. <laughs> That's where it went. <laughs> well, I meant during the game. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I really don't know. He, um, he, he was 6-12 in game one for 18 points. Like, he had – I mean, he, he wasn't Maybe taking, he had a bad burger. I he wasn't know. taking shots and he wasn't making shots. I, dude, I got nothing for you. I think <laughs> he should have been there is all I know. Um, I think with – you know, the Heat obviously deserve a huge, like, congratulations. Like, that's awesome that they beat Giannis because we were all talking about Giannis being, you know, they were going to go to the finals um, and have to face basically LeBron because that's who we're pretty confident is going to get there. Um, and I think that I'm excited that the number one seed and two seed have lost from that side um, and that we're going to have a kind of just – a weird matchup of teams that normally probably wouldn't make it there because the number one or the number two is going to be in that spot. So that's exciting. And I think that we've kind of been spoiled by LeBron. And so now we kind of just don't expect this kind of stuff anymore. Um, because for LeBron's entire career, we've, we've basically went, okay, that's the team that's going to go all the way. They're going to go all the way. There's never been a like, oh, you know, the Celtics are really good this year. You know, they could really pull up an upset and just 
take it there. Or the Miami <laughs> Heat, who are really who have a really deep three point shooting team, could you know upset LeBron and you know go to the have a chance to go to the finals. We didn't think that because LeBron is just so good. Um, yeah. And so we just kind of a, so take took that and went and put that all on Giannis. It was like, yeah, Giannis is there now. He's going to be the guy. Like you can't pass Giannis. Well, that's not. Giannis isn't LeBron. He's a different player in general. So we've been spoiled. And so it's saw this huge shock that Giannis lost and Milwaukee is out and the Celtics and the Heat. Man, I really forgot which team it was. Uh, the Celtics and Heat are now competing to go there. So we've just kind of been spoiled by LeBron. He's that good. And so I'm excited. I think it's great. I look forward to the Heat versus Celtics because I think that's going to be a great series. No, I think it's going to be a great series. I like the point you brought up. I think the reason – here's the thing. Here's why everyone assumed this, to be honest, because he's going to be a back-to-back MVP and Defensive Player of the Year this year. Yeah. That's why the expectation's so high. Um, the LeBron factor might be part of it, but – the reason that everyone assumed Giannis is because he's going to be a back-to-back MVP and he got mm. Defensive Player of the Year this year. Yeah. And it's like, how can you win MVP and Defensive Player of the Year in this conference with its current state and yeah. not make the finals? Um, here's the thing. I, 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 was, I was hoping Chris Paul would get traded there this year by the Thunder. Um, so I feel like that was already a bit of a conversation and then it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't – I want Giannis to leave. I want Giannis to leave. He – the Milwaukee just – I'm sure – I'm sure that – he likes Milwaukee and I'm Mm -hmm. sure he's different than most of the superstars we've seen. But I want him to be on. I feel like if, if this showed us anything, it's that Giannis isn't a He needs three or four options. He needs that. Like, the team has to have Giannis and Superstar and Superstar. I don't think you get that in Milwaukee. (laughs) What I would love to see is the Lakers have a lot of expiring contracts this year. Well, they've got a lot of expiring contracts this year. (laughs) And if you had LeBron and Giannis and Anthony Davis. (laughs) Let's just say this. If they didn't win the championship, LeBron needs to retire, Anthony Davis needs to retire, and Giannis needs to retire (laughs) because your career is over. You're not going to get any GOAT conversation anymore. See, here's the thing. People (sighs) – People don't like the super teams. I like the super teams because I get to see more players play with each other, and it's all great. Like, I don't care 
that one team has everybody. The Warriors, did I hate the Warriors? Yes, they took it to a new stream. But the they did. But <laughs> they the, had like five guys. They had five guys. We're but, talking three. But did I watch the Warriors? Yeah, I did because there's five guys on that team. Like Yeah. A lot of excitement, a lot of like which guy's gonna go off. Because you know one of them is, but you're not yeah. sure which one's going to just go off. Yeah. The I mean the NBA is driven by star power. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why the smaller markets can't survive because the smaller markets don't get the stars. Yeah. Um, it's true. I think there is, I think there's a big conversation for Miami getting Giannis. I think there's a big conversation for golden state is looking at Giannis. I think there's a big conversation. I mean, which Steph and clay and Giannis would be ridiculous. That'd be awesome. Um, I mean, it's just – and the Bucks are just boring. And, and here's the thing. Budenholzer, yeah, he might be coach of the year finalist, whatever, and he got coach of the year last year. Mm-hmm. I don't – after this showing, <laughs> you get swept by Miami in the second round and you struggle. You went six games with the Magic. Yeah. I mean. What's going I'm, on? What's going on in that coaching room? I just. I don't know. Now, the, the Celtics and the Raptors. That OG Ananobi, that buzzer beater changed that whole series. Because if he if that doesn't happen, they go on 3-0, series is over. Yeah. Um, granted, Celtics still won, but it took them four more games. They did. <laughs> um. I went to a game seven and they almost lost. But um so I mean the Raptors, I didn't buy the Raptors. I, I were they a good team? Yeah, but were they defending champions? Yeah, but they lost Kawhi. Mm-hmm. And Pascal Siakam disappeared. It's not Kawhi. He, I mean, they, he had promise last year, and he disappeared this year. Really? He was supposed to be their guy, and if their guy wasn't Fred Van Vliet or Kyle Lowry, they didn't have a chance. Um, I, they have a good team, but they, they're missing that superstar, <laughs> which, again, is hard to get when you're in Canada. <laughs> That's true. Um, but I'm looking for I've been I've been rooting for the it's now I've got a I've got two teams that I like here. I've got the Heat and I've got the Celtics. And my money literally is on the Celtics <laughs> to come out of the East. Um <laughs> but uh it's gonna be a fun series between I, I think this series goes six or seven. And I'm not sure who comes out on top for Celtics Heat. Um, I mean, I know who you're rooting for, obviously, because you're a Heat fan. Um, but I agree with you. I mean, it could really go either way. Like, both teams just these have – I think these these games are going to – they're either going to be close or they're going to go back and forth. Like, yeah, it's – they're both kind of evenly matched teams. They don't really have – 
a defined like oh my gosh that's the superstar they have well that's not star about the celtics players have been incredibly inconsistent mm-hmm. tatum will have 31 night and 12 the next yeah J- same thing with jalen brown same thing with kimball walker mm-hmm. um they've been crazy inconsistent um night to night um the heat have been a little more consistent mm-hmm. and the heat if they're hitting threes yeah. i mean they they're, they're right good. up there with hitting threes um so it'll be and the they're both i think this will be a defensive struggle i think it's going to i'm take the unders because i think the <laughs> The Celtics lock in defensively and the Heat lock in defensively. And that's how they win games. <laughs> yeah. Um, moving over to the West, the Clippers and the Nuggets. The Clippers took game one, 120 to 97. The Nuggets looked exhausted <laughs> coming off of their seven game series with the Jazz. They um, were. The. Nuggets beat the Clippers the next game to even the series 1-1. Patrick Beverly got tossed late, earning back-to-back technicals for arguing a call. He was fined $25,000 for verbal abuse of officials. Um, The Clippers then won game three where the Nuggets choked. They were up 10 or 15 or whatever, Mm -hmm. and – just locked up in the last seven minutes of the game and couldn't do anything. Um, Paul George carried him. Kawhi had a block with his middle finger. Um, And and Michael Porter Jr. had a dunk on Montrez Harrell, who won sixth man of the year. And that dunk, I would retire. I would give my sixth man of the year trophy back. Yeah. Because, wow. (laughs) Um. And then the Clippers took game four to go up 3-1. And then the Nuggets took game five last night. And it's 3-2 now. The Nuggets just – the Jazz were up Mm 3-1. And the Nuggets came back from that. So, I suppose they're going to try and do the same with the Clippers here. Um, I think it'd be awesome. I don't think it's going to happen, but I think it'd be awesome. Doc Rivers said the loss was a good lesson for the team. They blew a 15-point lead for the sixth time this season. Um, Morris, Marcus Morris says the team leans on being good on paper and not actually finishing the game. So a lot of questions coming around Clipperland. They went six with the Mavericks who didn't have Porzingis for the last four games and Luca mm-hmm. was hurt the last four games. So, um, I mean, honestly, the Clippers are lucky they didn't get swept or out in five by the Mavericks in the first round. Yeah. Um, because of a couple of things that happened over there with referees and stuff. But the, um, I think <sighs> the Clippers are supposed to be the better team. And on paper, the Clippers look like the better team. And I think they get through this series. Mm-hmm. But I'm interested to see how the next one shapes up with the Lakers. I mean, obviously, this is the series everyone's been waiting for the entire year. We want to see the Lakers and the Clippers. And for a couple rounds here, we thought we might not get it. We thought we might be getting Lakers Nuggets or Lakers Mavericks. Um, 
or Lakers yeah. Jazz. But the but we're gonna get Lakers and Clippers, and the Clippers have been inconsistent, and they have been just some games have just been downright bad. Um, so it's gonna be interesting. We move over to the Lakers and the Rockets, where the Rockets took Game One. And similarly to the Portland Trailblazers, when they took game one, the sky was falling for the Lakers in the media world. Um, And then the Lakers beat, and then the Lakers beat the Rockets in game two. Um, The Lakers won game three. Then, which also in winning game three, LeBron earned the most playoff wins in NBA history. Um, and he had four blocks in one quarter, five total, Jeez. and passed Julius Irving for number 12 on the all-time playoff blocks list. Um, he's going to be top 10 in everything in the playoffs pretty soon. Um, and he has the most playoff wins in history. So there's that. Um, Covington, Covington and Anthony Davis had a bad collision in game three. Um, Covington nose turned out not to be broken and he passed concussion protocol. So he came back for game four. Um, Frank Vogel says that the late tip offs make it feel like we're playing and traveling. The league was investigating Daniel house jr. To see if he violated bubble protocols. His status is to be determined. And it came out that he had an unauthorized guest in his hotel room and he's not allowed to play in any remaining games. And the Lakers took game four for a 3-1 lead, and currently they are up 24 with seven minutes left to pretty much wrap this series up, it looks like. Um, So, looks like we're going to get Lakers-Clippers. And what are you expecting here, Casey, to be the outcome of the series? Um, I expect Kawhi to play every minute. And Paul George play every minute. I don't think it's well, going to happen. Well, let me interrupt you right there. I don't expect that at all. I may, no, I mean, that's what I would expect, but it's not going to happen. Cool. I would. What I expect is it to get to, like, game four and the Clippers might be up 2-1 and Kawhi says, hey, I need to take a load management night. And then the Lakers run. Yeah. <laughs> um, overall, I think the Lakers are going to win it. Um, I think that this may be, like – It'll go to six games. Um, but I don't think – I think it's just – it's LeBron. And he, has, and he has Anthony Davis. And, you know, the other guys on the team are meh. But I think overall he just has too much and he's going to make it. And then he's going to go face – the Celtics or the Heat, and it'll be very interesting as to what's going to go on there. But Casey, what? The, the Clippers have Kawhi and Paul George and Marcus Morris and Patrick Beverly. They've you literally can just stop after they, Paul George because I don't care about the other guys. They've literally gotten all of these guys for the sole purpose of guarding LeBron James. It doesn't mean anything to me. You can win the MVP and let LeBron score 40 points every game. It doesn't mean anything to, like, say, oh, I'm going to guard LeBron this game. I'm going to shut him down. I'm going to shut him down to 30 points. 
and 18 assists. It doesn't matter what they do. LeBron's going to have a great game if LeBron wants to have a great game. I know Bo loves to hear that, and I don't just, love saying it, but, you know, I'm just, uh, it's what's I'm going just sitting, to happen. I'm sitting here and listening and enjoying it, just like the listeners will be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. The listeners probably will be mad, but, you know, I'm just being honest. I Well, here's the other thing is that Anthony Davis, they don't have a they – ha- they have set up themselves to have someone to guard LeBron at all times, but they don't have someone to guard Anthony Davis. Yeah. I have just – over the last couple of years, before this I would never have said anything like this about LeBron because I was – I didn't want to accept the fact that LeBron's amazing and an incredible specimen for basketball. But he's in year 17, and he's still in the MVP conversation. The only other he people – He should be the MVP. I mean, he should be the MVP because he is. And he should have been every year for 17 years, basically, um, other than Steph's one year where he went nuts. Um, but LeBron is really – he's changed the entire way we've looked at basketball. We now expect superstars. We don't, like – oh, here's a guy who's really good. No, you can't be really good. We need you to be a superstar because we have LeBron and we have to compete with LeBron. So it'll be really interesting when LeBron eventually retires, like after you're you're 23 or something like that when he's in the league. Um, But because then after that, it'll be like who in the world, like the entire field's open at that point. But until then, LeBron's going to be in the finals every year. I mean, he's been there for what, Bo? Like eight years now? I missed last year. Sorry. (laughs) I've experienced the full range of emotions during this podcast. I have laughed. I have cried. I have just sat in pure joy as Casey raves on about LeBron James. It's it's been a good time. And – well, there is the Michael Jordan lovers out there. I can't say anything about that because, you know, I am 24 years old. I never – I mean, Michael Jordan was playing when I was little, but I was like six, so obviously I wasn't watching basketball. Um, and I, there's people who still, after even the documentary, are like, yeah, Michael Jordan's the best player to play. I don't know that because I didn't watch him, but I've really not gone to look at highlights, and I don't plan on looking at highlights. Here's the thing. But LeBron is just stupid good. He has changed this game almost – I would almost be – I would be willing to say as much as Michael Jordan. I'm not going to say he's more than Michael Jordan because Michael Jordan has, like – he made basketball fun to watch. Where And then LeBron has just taken it to – he's changed the game and how we look at it and how we prepare for basketball games. So LeBron is just too much for the, the Celtics to get back to that. Or not Celtics. Yeah, he's going to be too much for Celtics too. Uh, but for the Clippers, he's just too much. Doesn't matter how many guys you have to guard him, you're going to leave one of those guys – or you're going to leave Anthony Davis over, and LeBron's going to have 18, 20 assists in a game and 20 points. And Anthony Davis will have 40 every game. So, it's just – it's going to be the Lakers to win. I hope it's the Clippers, but it's going to be the Lakers. So, um, 
All I've seen are highlights of Michael Jordan, and I still think LeBron's the best. And I've seen all of LeBron, not just the highlights. And so there's that. But the um, – oh, my goodness. I don't even know what to say. I, that's, it just warms my heart so much to know. That there's someone else out there who's willing to accept it. That, that Casey has come around full circle and has – I never was a LeBron hater. I just well, I, I yeah, didn't want to admit it. Yeah, he's he's gone 180. He hasn't gone full circle. I was say, I'm not a full circle cut. Kind of, yeah, it's 180. It's more of a – I'm going to say it's more of a 90 degree because <laughs> I was always willing to admit LeBron was the best player in the league. Now I'm at the – LeBron's one of the best players to play the game, if not the best player to play the game. Yeah. And I'm willing to say it because he really is. I just – the fact – what you said about the the fact that we expect different things because of LeBron, like we for do. like for instance, the other night LeBron was sixteen, fourteen, and twelve or something, and we're like, dang, LeBron. I mean, the Lakers that was almost a bad game. The Lakers almost blew a lead in the entire game. So LeBron was like sixteen, fourteen, and twelve. And the entire game we're watching it, we're like, James just has this in cruise control right now. Like, he's not even trying. And he has a mm. massive triple-double, and it's, it's viewed as a bad game. Like, yeah, duh. exactly. <laughs> like, a triple-double in general, I don't care who you are, that's a great game. Like, it could be 10-10-10. and 10. That's awesome. Yeah. But it, it's LeBron just – LeBron makes everything look like it's nothing because he's done it so many times. Yeah. Like we like if you have LeBron, you just expect. Well, tonight we are getting twenty eight, twelve, and nine at yeah. least. <laughs> you expect so much more, and so, yeah. like I said, with uh, Giannis, we expect Giannis to take over as the king of the East. Well, he might not be the king of the East. There might not be a king. It might be a committee it might be a instead of a dictatorship with lebron being there it might be more of a republic (laughs) Um, okay we're bringing out social studies and we're losing me here but the um (laughs) but 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 it's like that's what it's more than one guy it's not going to be one guy from now on the the one thing they said, you know what's not going to age well is when the Bucks played the Lakers earlier this year and Giannis put the crown on his head, you know, <laughs> and said, this is mine now. Mm. And and uh, now he's sitting at home and LeBron's playing in the playoffs. Um, <laughs> the uh, So, okay. So that's your playoff catch-up. Here's some other news. Um I just feel so good after that. Um, Hall of Famer Steve Nash signed a four-year contract to become the next head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. Where did this come from? You know, I can't really tell you because I don't know. Um, I don't necessarily see this as a terrible signing of a coach. I mean, they had signed Jason Kidd as a coach. And he a long, long time ago, not recently. Well, not recently. 
I'm just saying, John, he coached basketball. and He's an assistant can, right now on the Lakers. He's probably going to get another head coaching job. Yeah, but, like, if Jason, if we can sign Jason Kidd, who, yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame, but he's not Steve Nash, Hall of Fame-wise. Steve Nash is just ridiculous, was good. And well, so, uh, Jason Kidd. I might be sleeping on Jason Kidd because I, again, didn't watch Jason Kidd as a kid. Jason Kidd has the third Steve most Nash triple doubles in history time. to LeBron and Magic in the playoffs. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I'll give him that. But, like, Steve Nash is – IQ and he did win a title. For this is awesome. <laughs> I think that he'll be able to coach them. I, I mean, I'm excited to see it. Um, I got. I mean, I don't know any of his coaching resume. I'm assuming with uh, R.J. Barrett, uh, he coached him pretty much because it's his godson. So I'm assuming he can coach mm-hmm. some basketball. So it'll be interesting to see. Kyrie and Kevin Durant, if Steve Nash is able to handle them. Yeah. Handle those personalities. Yeah. Um, Hornets broadcaster, John Falk used a racial slur in a tweet during a playoff game between the jazz and the nuggets. This is, we talked about this earlier. He, uh, he, he used, he, Apparently, he went to say Nuggets, and he said another N-word. And the team announced that he will not return. Now, his name in itself almost caused me to say something that we can't say on (laughs) Because his name's F-O-C-K-E, which is dangerously close. But the (laughs) – But but here's the thing. One, can't do that. Two, oh man! Two, I was if you go, I got right to NFL yeah. and all that. Come on, man! Can't if, do that. If you're from, if you're meant to say Nuggets and your phone switches it to that, that's concerning. Delete, 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 real quick. Well, proof one, proofread, but two, if 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 your phone, if that's the switch your phone makes, though, if you meant to, yeah, that's true. That means. The phone goes based off of what it usually does. <laughs> so I'm, that's uh, just a, hmm, nope, don't like that. Um, <laughs> yeah. John Morant won Rookie of the Year. I don't know why yeah, these awards, I don't know why these awards are coming out like. One at a time? One at a time. Normally they come out like all together. In one night. Yeah. Um, John Morant won Rookie of the Year. He got 99 of 100 first-place votes. Um, And Zion finished third behind Kendrick Nunn. As he should. I mean, I think – do I think Zion is a better player than both of them? I do. But does he deserve Rookie of the Year over them? No. Okay. Um, Montrez Harrell won Sixth Man of the Year. Clippers now have – give it back now. Clippers have five of the last seven sixth man of the years. Now, granted, the past two years at least, they've had two nominees of the three, which is yeah. stupid. That isn't Dart legal. one of them. That's not legal. This isn't one. I I wasn't gonna give it to Montrez. And two <laughs> and two, what is this? Montrez should be starting. They have Ivaka, Ivik, whatever his name is, Zubach starting 
over Montrez Harrell. Is that just so he can win sixth man of the year? I this makes no sense to me. Probably. Um I would have given it to Schroeder on the Thunder, but I agree. Um Nuggets coach Mike Malone called the NBA policy to not allow coaches to bring families into bubble criminal in nature, which I think is a massive overreaction. Um, later the coaches and staff were approved to bring guests into bubble for the start of the next round of the playoffs, which Mike Malone doesn't have to worry about. Cause he lost, he's losing to the Clippers. That's he's going to be home anyway. Doesn't need to worry about bringing family. In. You're going to be home soon. Don't worry. Criminal in nature's just not even little, close. Much. Not even close. Yeah. Like, like you, Dad's on a business trip, okay? Like the <laughs> Dad's on a long business trip. It's gonna take a month. It's, yeah, yeah, it's gonna take two, two months. if he gets really lucky. It's it's gonna take two months, and don't worry about a third because my team's not making it that far. Like the the you've been gone six weeks. The <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna say it's not hard because I mean, being six weeks no. away from your family is hard, but like. Criminal? <laughs> Criminal? That's a little much, like, especially at this time. Yeah. Criminal's a little much. Yeah. Um, the NBA or the MBPA bubble school opens for the kids, the athletes, probably the safest country in the safest classroom in the country right now is the quote. So apparently those kids are going to school in the bubble. Nice. Cool. The Clippers get the final approval on their arena. Inglewood city government gives them okay to begin construction on the new arena next summer. So they're working on, I guess they're going to share the Lakers arena or the bubble or whatever for at least the next couple of years. Hmm. Um, Billy Donovan, who was a coach of the year finalist, will not return to the Thunder next season as sides have decided against pursuing extension. Eh? I feel like if he can do that with what he had, he can do a lot better with those draft picks. Nope, I don't think so because he had Russ and Durant and Harden uh, and he was there the whole I think we had this that. discussion before and again, I always forget that part. Yeah, because no, I just assume after losing all those people, you got a new coach. But I can't. But I'm wrong. I can't believe why is now when he gets fired after he has a great year with massive, yeah. massively overachieved, finished finalist for coach of the year. Yeah, and now you decide it's time to move on. <laughs> that that is weird. They're like, hey, we wanted a high draft pick. You messed up. Like the, <laughs> um. I mean, it's the only the only comparable is when Dwayne Casey got fired from Toronto after winning Coach of the Year. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. And hasn't had a job, <laughs> or he's in Orlando or something. He went that's, somewhere. Uh, yeah, I think it was Orlando, but that's went, that was rough. Yeah, I feel like he shouldn't like he can't be fired that year. It's like. Mm, we were gonna fire you. But we're gonna you know do how many year. people have been fired because of LeBron? <laughs> Lots of them. Yeah, 
That's the only reason he got fired is because LeBron came in and swept the baby dinosaurs. <laughs> um, the Pacers have begun their coaching search. Uh, although rumors of Mike D'Antoni have swirled, uh, right now they are looking at Spurs assistant Becky Hammond. Cool. Which we talked about, you know, someone hiring the female coach. Uh, with the Spurs mm-hmm. and the former Grizzlies and Kings coach Dave Yorger. I don't know. Um, J-O-E-R-G-E-R among first round of coaching interviews and later it came up that Chauncey Billups is in the running for the Pacers job. I'm rooting for Becky because <laughs> if you're under pop you're going to learn something about basketball and I want that brought to Indiana. So <laughs> go Becky. I'm just scared of Indiana because I don't know how they'll react. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I want, I want her to be welcomed is all. <laughs> That's true. I would love her to be welcomed. I want her to be welcomed, and I don't want her to get fired let's, at her. If let's the team be the head of the well. welcoming committee. Yeah. Let's we, welcome I, want her, I want her to be welcomed, and I want everyone to be kind, even if the team's not doing great at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like it was already, the my, team is already my, not doing good, guys. That's my only concern with Indiana. <laughs> yeah. Like California would be very welcoming. <laughs> sure, they would. Um, and that's the NBA. Real quick, we have Djokovic got disqualified from the U.S. Open because he hit a oh, ball yeah. out of frustration and it hit a lady in the throat. Ow. Um, huh. um, I think clearly it was accidental, but he got disqualified from the rest of the tournament for that, which uh, I guess is controversial. Um, the Clemson is the heavy favorite to win the ACC football championship by media panel. Notre Dame is picked second, and cool. I got an odds boost, so I put five bucks on Notre Dame to win the ACC, and I get fifty-five dollars if they do it. Um, so let's hope. Uh, Messi announces that he will stay in Barcelona. This isn't a story we followed closely, but basically from what we have known, it seems like Messi says he'll leave and then Messi said he stays. So, um, (laughs) there's that. Um, Lou Holtz will be awarded the presidential medal of freedom. I'm not sure if there's a specific reason, just know that's happening. Authentic wins the Kentucky Derby to give trainer Bob Baffert his sixth Derby win. Belmont Stakes winner Tisla Law finished second. Dustin Johnson won the FedEx Cup after uh, after capturing Tour Championship title in Atlanta to earn a $15 million prize. The ACC men's basketball coaches are going to propose the NCAA tournament with an all-Division I team's for uh, are all and to propose an NCAA tournament with all Division One teams for 2021, which I think is 367 teams, which you can't have an odd number or something. So that would mean there'd be one team left out, and you wouldn't want to be that coach. 
Um, <laughs> would not. And Brooks Kepka has withdrawn from the U.S. Open. So there you go. There is all of your sports news. You can send us an email at hmsshenanigans at gmail.com. You can follow us at Sports Shenans on Twitter. You can follow us on Facebook at Sports Shenanigans HM. You can go to the link in the show notes and check out the Patreon. They have the link to the social media, has the link to everywhere you can listen. You can share that link with your friends to listen to the podcast. Anything else? Tweet us. I mean, and Mike, what the heck's going on, bro? We haven't heard from you. Are you okay? Yeah. What's going on, Mike? I know you're okay. I, yeah, that's the real question. Are you still listening? I mean, I know you're okay. You're Snapchatting me, but like, I need to know that you're listening still, that we're still providing you with information. Like, this is the big time of the year. Football's back. Basketball is going on. You need to stay informed, Mike. Yeah. We need to tell you the right opinions. I'm concerned, Mike. I haven't heard from you in a long time, <laughs> like a month. You don't Snapchat me. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you can just email the Snapchat so yeah. that you don't you don't need to tweet that. Just yeah, send that an email to Bill. The Lakers just won one nineteen to ninety six to wrap up the Rockets. So just before we go, there's that. We are all up to date, and I'm not gonna say it because Mike hasn't sent us anything in a while, so he doesn't get our catchphrase. But um. We will see you on the next episode of Sports Shenanigans.